0: Grand risings, grand risings, grand risings. This is Humble Dame coming to you guys on this terrific, tantalizing Tuesday, and I wanted to come to you today and read out of uh, read out of the book, *Becoming the Woman of His Dreams*: Seven Qualities Every Man Longs For. This is by Sharon James, and it's on page forty-four. It said, "God's Command." In the Bible, Paul wrote to both men and women about their various roles in marriage. Each one of you men also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Ephesians 5.33 Now that doesn't mean that husbands don't need to respect their wives, or wives don't need to love their husbands. I believe Paul was summing up what was the paramount for both men and women. We want to be loved and cherished just as our husbands want to be honored and respected. Another reason I believe that Paul admonishes wives to respect their husbands is because he knew that after years of mistakes, poor choices, wrong decisions, and smelly socks, respect may not come naturally for a wife. It may well take an act of obedience empowered by the Holy Spirit within. I want to stop right there. I think that is actually so beautiful. Um, I'm actually single. I have not dated anyone. I have not had sex in almost three years. I haven't dated and I haven't been on a date in like four, four and a half years. And so it's probably about four years now. Maybe, I don't know, three or four years. And so um, one of the things that I have been doing is detoxing from some of the detrimental attitudes that I have learned from, uh, you know, just being living around in the urban area, uh, growing up in a broken home. Uh, I don't fault anyone. I'm not playing the victim. It's just different things that I picked up on uh, in my environment in an urban area that was not too uh, conducive for me to have a positive and healthy relationship. So I pulled back from the dating scene. I'm still not interested in dating uh, unless, you know, God sees fit. And one of the things that I am finding very, very um, exciting is that I'm learning um, that Men like to be respected. Now, i always known that, but a lot of times women use respected men as a point of manipulation. But I like in this book, Sharon James actually says, I'm going to read it again. It says, uh, another reason I believe that Paul admonishes wives to respect their husbands is because he knew that after years of poor mistakes, poor choices, wrong decisions, and smelly socks, respect may not come naturally for a wife. It may may well take an act of obedience empowered by the Holy Spirit within. And so sometimes we do lose respect for people. Um, You can lose respect for your man. I lost respect for my kids' father when I was 10. We know after a while it's not that same type of respect and and reverence we show them when we first meet them. They look good. They smell good. You know, you guys are getting to know each other. they showing you they're going to protect you. Then, now you together. Now you meeting each other's families. It's so much respect, he, you know, and that newness of it. And the newness, respect and reverence is going to come because it's, it's coming from their representative. You're receiving respect and reverence from that person's representative, but after you have been into something for a few years, and I can vouch for this, I was on and off again with my kid's dad, it was an extremely unhealthy uh, relationship on both ends. I was very immature and, and very much in, in immature love with him. And then there was times where he didn't love me and he hated me. So it was just very weird relationship. But I'm glad that I got beautiful, uh, three beautiful kids out of it and I learned a lot. Um, but one of the things that I did uh, stop was I kind of stopped respecting him after a while. When I would see him you know, make poor choices or poor mistakes, it will be like, what did you do that for? Didn't I tell you? You know, even with me or with finances or or with our children after a while or with himself. And I'll be like, wow, like, why you don't want to take care of yourself or help yourself? And so I like the fact that it, within Covenant, that was a shacking, disastrous, <laughs> very growing relationship that I had, on and off, on and off. But uh, since I've been single, I like the fact that she said it's going to take obedience and to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to be able to, as an act of obedience, to be able to respect, to continuously keep respecting your husband. Now, that is a stretching thought if I've never heard one before. And we can actually use this um, concept outside of the... um, realms of marriage, you can also use this with your children. You can use this with yourself. You can use this with uh, your leadership. You can use this with your friends. Is that uh, after you see them make poor choices and wrong decisions, and you've seen, they, you know, they. it says smelly socks here, but you see that they ish, you know, they ish, S-H-I-T stink. Uh, it's gonna take an act of obedience to just be able to show them respect. So this is a beautiful thought for where everybody deserves respect, no matter how much you think you know their dirty laundry, or you think you know something about them nobody else knows, or you think that they something that they not. No matter none of those things, everybody still deserves respect. So I really like this thought, and I really like it in the realms of marriage because I see um, a lot of women that don't respect their husbands anymore. And so a lot of women on the outside will think, well, you have a great husband. Why don't you respect him? But they don't know what that woman deals with on the inside. But I want to be able to encourage, uh, even as a single woman, I want to encourage the married women that um, I hope that you can uh, respect your husbands as an act of obedience. Even though you may know, yeah, you know some stuff that, of course, you know, you know some things that the outside world doesn't know. You may have seen terrible things and terrible mistakes that they have made. But um, it says that it's an act of obedience, and I think that that will open up, uh, just having an act of obedience to respect your headship in your home will open up an avenue of harmony in your home. And so even if it's an act of obedience, it may take six months, it may take a year, but it'll be able to humble you in the process. And then you'll be surely doing things unto the Lord and not unto man. So even if they don't start changing or whatever, you'll be able to know, hey, I am I am respecting you. It's an act of obedience. Don't think I want to, but I'm doing it because obedience is better than sacrifice. So I think that's actually... A, and I'm actually going to be practicing this with my children because my children, like, kids, push your buttons like I've never seen before. And so... um a lot of people say they're mirrors of you, but a lot of times they're not mirrors of you. I have five kids. they have certain moments where they're mirrors of you. I believe if you begin to see uh to see your children as mirrors of you, you're a kind of narcissistic. I can see certain qualities of myself, of course facial uh you know facial recognition and and uh certain attitudes and certain like you know a little bit of gifts. but I really believe that all of your kids are their own person. They have some of you in there, some of their father, and of course, some of the father in there, the mother, the father, and then they start to emerge as who they are themselves. Okay, they have their own soul, their own brain. So, kids can really, really, really push your buttons. I'm talking about to the hilt because here it is where you have to, if you're a, uh, if you have any parental instincts, that's whether you're a, a, a father, paternal instincts, or maternal instincts naturally, you have to take care of your children. And here you have little little people that you have to take care of that are showing you the worst of themselves and they don't care about it. And you have to love them and you have to sacrifice for them. And it's an act of obedience sometimes. A lot of mothers would never tell you that. They'd like to act like, which I understand society pushes us off that way and I've even done that. Where you're like, oh, my kids are just so great and they're so beautiful. That's not the truth. Nobody's kids is always great. And like just like she said, this is in the realms of marriage. But she was saying that you're going to see them make poor choices, mistakes, and wrong decisions. And their smelly socks. It says respect may not come naturally. Sometimes it can be like that with your children. Where it won't come naturally. So I believe that what I'm going to do today is it's going to have to be an act of obedience. Does that mean I'm not going to correct them? Absolutely not. I'm going to keep correcting my kids. Does it mean I'm not going to um, spank them? No, I'm going to keep spanking them. But what I'm going to learn how to do as they're getting older and my son is going into his boyhood and my daughters are coming out of babyhood, coming into out of childhood or young ladies now is that. I'm going to learn how to start having respect as an act of obedience. That means to value them. Does that mean that I won't correct them? No, I'm definitely still going to correct them. But I really like the fact that she said that it's an act of obedience. I'm actually, as you can see, I'm stuck on that point because I've never thought about it that way. I kind of just lost respect for my kid's father and his stew, which was very unhealthy. But I didn't know at the time, you know, when you know better, you do better. And I lost respect for him and it kind of stood and it got silent and then I stopped like cooking the food he wanted and it just went downhill from there. We started arguing. It was just terrible. So it's because actually I lost respect. So a lot of men want to know what's wrong with their women is because they lost respect for you that's something that can naturally happen that does not uh devalue you as a man you can still be a good man who's made poor decisions you can still be a good uh headship or good leadership that has made poor choices and of course like she says smelly socks your socks stain your draw say you know you could still be a good man but a woman or women around you can lose respect for you naturally so one of the things that sometimes maybe the men can pray for their wives is like is that or men can pray for the women in their lives is that help them to be able to have their respect towards me as an act of obedience to you. Sometimes when a woman can't respect you, she can't pull it together. There might be a decision that you made concerning yourself that affected her greatly. And sometimes they can't find their respect for you within the inside. It doesn't matter what you say or what other women may see or think because they don't know. You understand? And so I believe that it's good for the men also to pray that the women be able to have respect for them as an act of obedience to our Creator. Because sometimes they're not going to have no respect for you. And I can vouch for that. Alright? So, this is beautiful. And I really just want the women, as we are on our submissive journey, men too, but today's, I believe, is, I'm being led. This is This podcast is for women. And so, I have not said the title of what I want to talk about. And I guess today, the title would be, My Respect is an Act of Obedience. I'm going to borrow that from Sharon Jane. My respect for people is an act of obedience cuz there are going to be times where you do not feel any respect for people. Um and what is teaching me is that I, that doesn't uh neg- that doesn't uh help where I can just turn around and start being disrespectful and disgusting towards people because I don't respect them because of a decision they made or a choice they made. So that's one area that I surely do need some prayer in. Because after i seen, you know, it's just human nature when you see someone keep doing dumb stuff and keep doing things that affect you in a terrible way, or they didn't act like nothing is going on, you lose respect. It could be your kids, it could be your spouse, it could be anybody, your boss, your best friend. And so, after a while, you can lose respect naturally, cause that newness wears off. You, their representative is gone, and now you see them. And so, this is at the point where I believe real love actually has to kick in. And so, that's what I said on this submissive journey. As I'm, as I'm submitting to my Creator, um, I am learning how to love people a little bit more. Sometimes, from a distance, you can still have, you know, lost respect, but you can respect them not to say anything. You know, respect them just to keep your mouth off. Respect them not to gossip. Uh, respect them where they name brought up. I don't have nothing to say. That's as much respect as I can pull together as an act of obedience to my Creator. That's for the people who you don't respect anymore if they've done something wrong towards you. Now, to your spouse or to your children, the act of obedience is going to be no matter how many mistakes they make because you have covenant with them that is going to be an act of obedience to your Creator. So there's a third entity within your relationship. So when you can't get what you need from that person, you can pull on it from the from the third entity. And you can say, look, I'm just being nice to this person because of you. I don't want to. <laughs> I feel like that with my kids sometimes, like, whoa, I don't feel like being by. especially as a single parent. I'd be like, why don't you just go over to your father's house? Because the men don't really, you know, it's not out of bitterness, but they don't really take care of the children like that when you break up. You know, they may help. It's called co-parenting. And to the men who do, this is not a bitter post. I love fathers. I believe fathers are necessary. I'm just saying for my situation personally. Sometimes I'm like, well, you could just go over to your father's house as a single mom, and it's it's not because you lose kind of sort of respect for your kids. It's just the whole situation. So I like to say I pull on something else, and where I don't have any strength or have any more patience left, I say I'm just being I'm just being respectful and just taking care for you, God, for you for you. And some people may say that's too raw, and oh, that's terrible. But actually, when you get down to that, it actually helps to make you a better parent. Um, it really will. It'll make you a better parent and it ha- you guess where to run to when you feel like your back is up against the wall. And I believe it'll be like that. I've never been married before. I'm just going by Paul's advice, who's an apostle, and I'm going by this uh, lady's advice, Sharon James. Uh, she's the author, this just says, Becoming a Woman Who Listens to God. She also is the author of that book, but this says, Becoming the Woman of His Dreams. So, this is not something where you meet a guy, and then you just like, bam, I'm about to become a wife. I have been walking this process out for a very long time, and a lot of different areas of my character have been being pulverized and being crushed on the threshing floor. And a lot, of thing, a lot of thought processes that I thought were delightful were actually detrimental. So these, this is a, it's a process. It's a process. And I'm learning through my children uh, as well about more about agape love. And I believe that will prepare me if, if it's in the cards for me to get married. I'm not obsessed with marriage. The reason I'm talking about this, to be quite honest, I really don't know. Because I'm not really interested in dating right now. This is just something that literally I do not have myself in this study. And so uh that's why I started this podcast up because a lot of times when you speak things on um what they call social media, before it was more lighthearted. Now when you speak things, people make assumptions that you're obsessed with the notion of marriage or you just want somebody or you're desperate. And I haven't dated anybody in four years and I'm a beautiful woman. So that's not the case. It's just something that he's really been laying on my heart. So I believe that I scaled it down and wanted to make this type of beautiful conversation um uh, available to just a smaller crowd. And hopefully this will help somebody. So as I'm as I'm learning to become the woman of his dreams, uh, and hopefully I can teach my daughters to be uh, good women and good wives and uh, enjoy their purpose and enjoy their careers and be able to balance it all, uh, I hope that I can uh, inspire someone to submit as I'm submitting to our creator a little bit more today. You guys enjoy this wonderful Tuesday. And get this book by Sharon James. It is so, so good. It's called Becoming the Woman of His Dreams. By Sharon James, and she is an author. She is a a counselor, and I really, really enjoy uh, her interviews. That she actually gives interviews in here with real men from all walks of life who have been married. So I believe this information. I can't speak from experience, but I like to borrow and piggyback off of this beautiful woman's here with her experience and all these beautiful couples in here that were so uh, candid and honest and open about uh marriage and so it's about covenant because we are technically supposed to be married to our our um our creator so i believe this it could it can speak to you in a spiritual matter as far as your relationship with god it can speak to you in a physical matter as far as if you desire to be married or if you are married and it can even help you out of your parents and so As you can tell, I I really love this book. I've read it about three or four times. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. I will be back a little later. I'm going to be reading um, an excerpt from Abba. It's by Dr. Matthew L. Stevenson. I believe this ties in uh, with becoming a good wife or becoming a better mother or becoming a better woman or man. uh, Because uh, Abba is our father. So as I'm submitting to him, I'm kind of just piggybacking off of people uh, who have a lot of experience. Okay, so you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will see hear from you guys later.